0: Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today.
3: Yularis, Maypre, and Keela had an unsettling night, complete with singing in the mist. Maypre learned about the history of Rashman. while Yularis had a questionably restful bath. Keela crept about camp and stuck her fingers where they didn't belong. Exhausted, the caravan packed up camp in the morning and continued on its way to the moss stones. You're listening to The Broadswords. Rogers as DM. You wanna go out into the creepiness by yourself. Kristen Flemings as the half-elf wizard Yolaris.
1: The spirits have a stocking fetish. The
3: Tiefling Barbarian Maypri is played by Bianca Zelda.
2: Immediately I'm gonna raise my hand and
1: say pick me, please.
2: And Tracy Gibbons as Keela, the high elf bard. Maybe we'll find the stocking.
3: Hilaris, you're falling asleep on your perch on the lead wagon, and you jolt awake at a shout from Gris beside you. You squint ahead and see a group of... Mm, Give me a perception check. Ooh, an 18.
1: So plus five. So math.
3: Okay. So you know exactly what these are. These are these dumpy little humanoids that are made out of magma. These little grinning creatures that look a little devilish, and they're on fire.
1: That's bizarre.
3: A small group of them are on the side of the road. There's a hot spring near the road, and they were playing in it, like around the outskirts of it, in the steam. And as soon as they saw your caravan approach, they started running directly at you.
1: Given that I know what they are, do I also know if they tend to be hostile to humanoid creatures or maybe sort of benign wildlife?
3: They are pyromaniacs. They see something that's flammable. They want to light it on fire. They come running towards you. You see them grinning and flames are coming out of their hands. And they're like, do, 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 do. <laughs> and they just see all these wooden flames, so they're they're coming straight for you. Gris, he's like, whoa, and he stops the horses very quickly. And the guards, dwarves.
1: Okay, um, so they're made of magma. I think
3: I think it's time to roll initiative.
1: Actually, I think that sounds good. I wanna I wanna throw a spell at them, so.
2: <laughs> Are we all rolling initiative? Or is oh, your... we're all rolling initiative. Excellent. Because I'm running right towards them. When do I add again to my initiative roll? Anything? Your dexterity. Uh, that is a 17. 18. 13.
3: So how I'm going to do this, I'm kind of using a variant rule where all of my NPCs go all at once and the bad guys go all at once. It just makes things go by a lot
1: faster. How... um uh... How many Magma people
3: were there? Five. Keila, you are in the back of the caravan and you hear this high-pitched maniacal laughter coming from ahead of the caravan. Suddenly everyone stops and you hear the guards yell out, To arms! To arms!
0: All right, well, in that case, since I'm far back, I decide to equip my hand crossbow. What
3: else are you doing? Are you
0: moving ahead? I don't notice any sort of threat coming from behind us, so I have a feeling that these pilgrims might need my help, so I do decide to move ahead, but I'm tired, and... I see something that kind of looks on fire ahead of me, and I'm not really happy about the whole situation, but I don't think I have a choice.
3: Okay, so at this point, they're about 60 feet away from you. So what you can do on your turn is you can make a movement and an action, and an action can include an attack.
0: I think with them being so far ahead, I don't have a chance to hit them with anything that I have right now, so I'm just going to focus on moving closer.
3: That brings us to Yllaris. You are half asleep, sitting on the front. There are five magmen rushing towards you.
1: I'm going to throw a chromatic orb at one of them. Ranged attack spell, I believe. So, what kind of? Um, they're magma people, so I think cold is probably something they're not going to like. So I'm going to hurl a cold spear. All right. And what
3: does your your spear look like?
1: Um, it it it's a snowball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing a snowball at them. Oh, that is a
3: three. Okay, the snowball goes wide and it bursts on the ground next to it. And it gives a, a laughter, just full of glee. Like, <laughs> I hate it. It comes rushing forward. As it comes rushing past one of the guards, it sticks its hand directly on one of the caravan wagon wheels, and the wagon wheel bursts into flame. The second one comes rushing at one of the guards at the front. The guard, though, is able to step from this blast of flame that comes at him, and he jumps out of the way just as a third magman attacks the second guard but that guard again is able to jump aside from that flame fourth and fifth magman they go rushing past your caravan because they see the canvas of the pilgrim caravan they actually start to climb up the side of the pilgrim caravan and that brings us to maypree
2: I would like to attack the ones that are climbing on the side of the pilgrim caravan. What do I add to it? Anything? Plus four. Eight. They are very nimble.
3: You have a hard time stabbing it with the end of your glaive. The two guards who are at the back with Keela come rushing towards the magmen next to it and they both attack. The one guard he completely misses and his short sword pings against the side of the wagon well, the other one, his sword makes contact and it slices into the side of the magman. But it's weird. As the sword comes out of the slice that he's made into the side of this magman. it closes up almost immediately.
1: Does the sword survive its uh, t- encounter with the magma person?
0: Yes, it does. How far away am I from the pilgrim caravan where the magmen are attacking the canvas. Let's say ten feet away. Okay, so in that case I'm gonna attack the nearest magman with my hand crossbow. So I'll roll a d20. Do I add anything to it? Is it my attack bonus? Yes! It is your attack In that bonus. case, ten.
3: Why don't you tell us what it looks like when you miss with your crossbow?
0: It just, I aim my crossbow and I take a shot and it just goes flying off into the sky. So,
3: you Larry's?
1: Okay, um, hmm. I really feel like these cold orbs would be good, but how many of them are close by that I can see? Because some of them ran behind.
3: Yeah, two of them are behind. You have three in your line of sight up front.
1: Okay, I'll throw a magic missile at the three that I can see. So I'll throw one dart at each of the creatures I can see. So the first one is three damage. The next one is four damage, and five. Di- no, four damage. Four damage. So three, four, four.
3: So as each of your ma- magic missiles connect with them. They're thrown back and they look up in surprise. It is now their turn. So the one attacks the guard like it was before. It actually connects with the guard and the guard screeches as his armor heats up. He is burned and he he steps back and pulls away from the magman. The other magman who is gripping the the wagon wheel starts to climb up and takes a swipe at your leg, Yolary's. Can you please give me a dexterity saving throw? That is a 4. Okay, you do not move your foot away in time and it grabs you. Um, And that is a 19, so it definitely gets a hold of you. Um, And it does... Six points of damage, of fire damage.
1: Well, that's a really bad bird. So I think she shrieks really loud, which I will not do for the sake of people's ears, and like pulls that leg away. And like the exhaustion, that's like she's furious, but that kind of exhausted furious where you start to cry a little bit, which just makes her even angrier. And it hurts real bad. So now she's kind of hopping on, on one leg. The third
3: magman attacks the other guard up front, um, but the other guard, he, he sidesteps the, the swiping claw of the magman, which now brings us to Maypri.
2: I would like to take another attempt at stabbing the magman. Did I see previously that the last guard who had tried to attack him with his sword, the sword kind of just went through it but didn't inflict any damage? You saw that, yeah, that was right near you. Deep down, I would like to try something different, but I'm kind of a one-trick pony where I just hit a lot of things. (laughs) How is Maypre feeling right now? Anxious. She's concerned for everybody around here. She understands that these little fire critters can set the entire caravan ablaze, so she would like to do everything within her power to stop them. So she will go ahead and attack the one nearest her. Uh, 22. That is a definite hit. How are you attacking? Good old fashioned swipe down with her glaive. Point the end towards the little fire guy. I roll a 1d10 for my damage. Yes.
3: 10. And
2: then add your strength modifier. 12.
3: You stab it. And this is the one that the guard had stabbed before. It shrinks and then it melts down in the moist grass
2: for good measure i'm going to poke the end of it with the butt of my glaive to really make sure you put the, like i put the fire out
3: you're poking this dead magman <laughs> and the the other magman who was attacking the guards at the back there it screeches when it sees its buddy fall and it now turns its attention to you. It tries to take a grab and hold of you, but is not going to do it with a four. So you
2: are able to get away from him. How are you getting away from this guy? I didn't really notice that it was going to attack me, and as I was stomping out the previous magman with my the butt of my glaive, I was moving around a little bit. So the little guy behind me just kind of tossed himself at me unsuccessfully.
3: Okay, so it was by accident that you were able to dodge his attack completely. So that brings us to the guards. So the guards now heartened because you were able to kill this thing when they thought that perhaps they weren't doing any damage. He attacks, but he completely misses because he's going to swipe at the magman, but the magman at that point was darting towards you. So he misses, and then the other guard takes another attack He makes really good contact with this second magman. His blade goes into the magman, but when he withdraws his blade, part
0: of the wound is healing immediately. That brings us to Keela. I'm just going to resume attempting to attack the nearest magman with my crossbow again. 22.
3: That is a solid strike from your, your crossbow. So why don't you give us some damage? Four. So you hit it for four damage, and it squeals as this arrow penetrates it. But as the arrow penetrates it, it's wood. it's a wooden shaft, so it bursts into flame. And this magman squeals and runs around in a circle with this flaming arrow sticking out of it. And that brings us to you, Larry's.
1: Um, okay, I'm pissed. I'm gonna try and throw another snowball at the one who who grabbed me. Um, I'm mean, gonna, I don't know if there's a way to make the snowball look angrier and more aggressive, but if there is, just imagine <laughs> or believe. Really...
3: It's like a, a, it's like an ice ball now. It's like an ice ball with spikes. Yeah. <laughs> That is a 13 plus 5 and 18. Okay, that is a definite hit, so I can give it some damage. How many spell slots do you have left? This is my last one. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, That's 8, plus 4 is 12, plus 6 is 18 (laughs) cold damage. And that's just for a single target, right? Yeah, it's a 4 inch, the snowball is only 4 inches it says so this spiky
3: ice ball sinks into its chest and steam comes flying out of it and it it lets out this high pitched squeal kind of similar to like what a lobster does when you stick it in the pot (laughs) and it falls back and it disintegrates into a molten mess
1: I'm very satisfied with that Um, I think at that point Healers is also going to sit down so that she's not on that damn leg, sort of just like collapse and I'm like satisfied.
3: (laughs) Gris looks at
1: you appreciatively. Healers is definitely going to give Gris a nod to be like, yeah, that's right.
3: Buddy who is attacking the guard, he starts attacking the guard even more. Oh, and that is a critical hit. So that is 14 damage to that guard. He staggers back, screaming as his chainmail goes red hot, and he's cooking in his armor, screaming. He falls to the ground and rolls around in agony, while his buddy at the front attacks the magman that is in front of him with... Renewed figure, seeing his friend go down in such a painful way. He hits and he does considerable amount of damage and that magman screeches as the blade goes through him and he falls down into a
0: molten puddle. Kela. Okay, so we're down to two magmen, right?
3: Yes, you there's the one that is running around screeching. With the Flaming Arrow Mm -hmm. in it, there is another one still at the front.
0: Okay, I'm going to attempt to hit the one with the Flaming Arrow another time. I got a 23. Do some damage. Okay. Six damage. Why don't you tell us what that looks like? I get a significantly better shot than last time, and I hit him right around the chest. He's
3: flailing his arms around as he runs around screaming. You get him square in the chest, and it thumps, and it bursts into flame, but not before he collapses inward and falls down face first into the ground, and he too melts into a pool. So now we go to Yellaris.
1: Okay, um, well, I am out of spell slots.
3: You can yell at it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that does do some damage. I can do Firebolt as a cantrip, but I have a feeling fire isn't going to hurt these magmen particularly. Um, I'll just throw a, a dagger at it, I guess. And that is a 10, so 12. Not amazing. Yeah,
3: um, your dagger, it goes wide, disappears into the mist. Then that brings us to Pri.
2: So there's two Megmen that are... There's just one. Oh, there's just the one. I can charge forward and see if I can spear it to death. 14.
3: You connect with your glaive. Nine. So it this guy, he's pretty fresh. Nothing has really happened to him yet. As you come roaring up towards him, um, and you're holding this babe as a spear and you skewer it on the end of your glaive and
2: it screeches. What is the shaft of your glaive made out of? You're giving me an opportunity to not say wood. And what is your glaive made of? <laughs> I'm gonna hurt myself. I'm gonna say that it's made out of metal. So it's gonna get hot.
3: For <laughs> damage as your your hands start to burn and cook on the okay. on this glaive. It screeches and it kind of yanks itself off of your glaive. Um, And as it does so, um, its molten magna shifts around its wound. And that brings us to the guard. So the guard who is rolling around, he's not taking his turn because he's in a lot of pain. And his friend is going to come charging at the magman. He charges and... (laughs) That is a critical fail. So he is going to stumble over a rock and fall flat on his face. Um, And that brings us to Keela.
0: How close am I to this last magman? 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 Magman. Um,
3: you're probably about 25 feet away from the magman.
0: Okay, in that case, I will charge towards him and attempt to hit him with my crossbow. I rolled, I got 13. It, like, kind of
3: glances its shoulder, um, but it doesn't do anything to it. Um, and that brings us to you, Larry's.
1: Um, so where is the magnet in relation to the horses?
3: 15 feet, 2 o'clock.
1: From the horse? Yeah. Okay, I am going to grab the reins... And so, Yelari, the Roaring Horns are famous um, horse breeders. That's sort of the background of that noble family is their money comes from horse breeding. So mm-hmm. she knows she knows horses pretty well. So what she's going to do is grab the reins. She's going to cast a firebolt to one side of the horses to spook them and then use the reins to haul them and try and get them to trample the magmen.
3: Okay, I want you to do an animal handling check. That was a three. That firebolt scared the piss out of these horses. <laughs> um, and they actually start bolting in the complete opposite direction that you want them to. Oh, so now wow. you are on this tr- <laughs> this caravan and it's being pulled directly out away from the road and out <laughs> into the mist. And Grista starts yelling... Um, and now, as you go off, um, uh, careering off the road in, with your your spooked horses, that will bring us to Kila.
0: Okay, I decide to give it another shot at shooting that last magman with my crossbow, and fourteen. That just
3: makes it. So give us some some damage. Five. Okay. Um, you kill it. So why don't you give us some flavor on how that works?
0: I slowly lift the crossbow, taking my time to aim, and hit it in the neck. It screams, but can't really scream, actually. More kind of like a gurgle. The magma girl is like... <laughs> <laughs> and then it collapses to the ground and melts and is
3: very sad the air now is just um, with the sound of screaming horses um, a yelling griss as the horses are careering off into who knows where and you still hear the screams of the cooked guard rolling around on the ground the pilgrims are just yelling in general fright
1: so yularys what are you doing um, are the horses still going
3: oh yeah okay, they're they're so going
1: I'm, I'm trying to rein them in, like heaving heaving on the reins to get them <laughs>
3: give me another animal handling check. that's a five yeah they they're just going and at this point chris <sighs> starts yelling at you give me the reins He yanks the the reins from your hand and he starts doing his thing. And that actually is a natural 20. (laughs) He gets gets the horses to slow down and they're slightly frothing from their exertion. He gets them to slow down um, to a walk and to turn around back towards the road.
1: I guess his uh, his caravan horses don't exactly behave the way the, like, bred nobility riding horses <laughs> used to are. Yeah, sure. your war horses
3: are bred to expect magic. These guys not so much. Okay, so what is everyone else doing at this point?
2: please, going to start going around to first tend to the guard that is stop, drop, and rolled and see if he is okay, if he needs any assistance to put out his smoldering uh, hot armor. Okay, well,
3: it can't be put out. It's just really hot yeah. to touch similar to how your Porch glaive is really
2: hot. Which I've also dropped. I'm just living on the ground now. I'm, I'm a little upset at it. My hands are a little burnt. They're a little mm-hmm. crispy. I'm still willing to help. I just don't want to touch a whole lot of things right now. Uh, I can uh, just start walking around and ask, like, is everybody okay? Is everybody, is everybody all right?
3: Obviously, the guy rolling around on the ground is not okay. <laughs> He's just rolling. And so, like, his friend, the one guard, comes running over. The guard, he looks up at you, Maypri, and says, of course he needs help. Like, come on, help me get him out of this. And he starts unbuckling the guy's armor, kind of hissing at the hit, the heat of it and just trying to um, just stick to the leather buckles.
2: Okay, I don't really understand how armor or leather um, armor is kind of put on people, so I'm just going to grab his chest plate and just start heaving at it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, uh, that
3: means (laughs) um, when you stick your hands right on this armor, um, and it burns your hands even further. Um, my poor hands. Doing an additional two damage. Um, maybe a little piece oh. of your skin is seared to the metal and pulls off of your yeah. palm.
2: Okay. I... Are there trees around me? Like like leaves that I can kind of grab? Oh, you know what? Here, I, I can use my brains. I don't know what I'm wearing. I think I'm just wearing a yeah. tunic. Um, I'm going to tear off my tunic sleeve and wrap that around my hands and then, again, start to pull up this man's armor in hopes of just simply tearing it off. I don't want to waste my time with metal buckles. The guard just kind of, at this point, pushes you.
3: (laughs) And another guard comes running up and pushes you aside, and he gets in, and he starts unbuckling the other side of this guy's Chainmail, and they're able between the two of them um, get the breastplate off and get the chainmail off of it Their friend, they start pulling some like cells out of their their bags, um, and they start
2: applying it to their friend. Does he have chainmail burned into his skin like that cool pattern? Yeah, he does. it oh, looks cool, but I'm sure it feels awful. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, it, it it does not look fun. <laughs> that is definitely for sure. Um, what is Keila doing?
0: I approach the guy who has the uh, nifty little uh, chainmail burdens, and I cast Cure Wounds on him. Hold on, I have to figure out which dice is the d8. Oh, here we go. Okay, total of eleven.
3: You heal him for 11 points. Um, the redness of the burns um, kind of rescind and it turns into like a pale pink scar pattern onto his chest. But his his screams and groans um, cease as the pain diminishes and he, he closes his eyes in relief. Their friends kind of look up at you um, and give you a... A respectful nod. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point, Gris is coming back to the road with his with the caravan and Jubilares next to him, and he's he looks furious. Like he does not look happy. His brow is furrowed. And his mouth is set in a very grim <laughs>
1: tight I didn't see him Vaporize <laughs> any magma.
3: Tune in with us on november eighteenth to see whether or not Yularis, Maypri, and Kela can reach the Moss Stones in one piece. Subscribe on iTunes, Podbeam, Stitcher, or Google Play. And while you're waiting for the next episode, check out Dice for Brains, an actual play, Force and Destiny podcast.
2: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers
3: flourish.